Did you hear that? What? What? That. That noise. Was that the horror comedy podcast? With Jake and Haley, Sundays and Wednesdays. The only podcast where we get high and try to scare you and share short, scary stories. Contains marijuana. Keep away from children. Hi, how are you? It's Haley with the Horror Comedy Podcast. Happy Wednesday. This is a mini episode. It's basically like I'm taking you out for lunch. I'm the cool aunt. I'll let you get a virgin daiquiri if you want. Don't tell your mom. We'll eat a couple sandwiches. I'll tell you a couple scary stories. We'll smoke a joint and then I'll drop you off safe as pie at home. Uh, that's what's going to happen today. So I gathered these scary stories for you from you, as a matter of fact, because two of you sent me scary stories this week. Amazing angel babies. I do have two user submitted stories to share with you and a couple other scary stories that I find on the paranormal board of 4chan. I'm really excited about the two emails we got this week. If you have something you'd like to share, send it to me. The Horror Comedy Podcast at gmail.com. That's P O T C A S T at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. <laughs> so excited. <laughs> um, we got a new trailer. I'm really excited. I've made us a new trailer. I'm going to stick it at the end of this week's episode because I think it's really neat. It's so hard to pick what to fit in this little tiny one minute window to show people like what it's like on this podcast because it is kind of weird. <laughs> but I think I did a good job. I wanted to mention that they were true stories, but I left it out. I do my best to make sure that these stories are true for you guys. But, you know, to be scared, you do have to kind of suspend your disbelief a little. I always do my best. That's why I like to get stories from 4chan because it's like an anonymous board. There's no upvotes, there's no like popularity and it's kind of like just gets circulated by word of mouth. And I think that's cool. I like that. I like when people tell their honest, unfiltered, crazy ass stories. So I will continue to bring that to you. If you have something to share, send it to me. My surgery went great. I got some teeth taken out. My face feels wonderful now. It's a world of difference. And I'm really excited. <laughs> Thank you, guys. All of your podcast recommendations were awesome. Without anything else to announce, I think it's time to get scared. Our first email for this week and our first scary story is from our friend of the pod, Caesar Hope. Caesar is a longtime listener, sort of long time, as long time of it's kind of a long time. Uh, he's actually also a really talented piano player. Super appreciate you reaching out and sharing another scary story with us, Caesar. He said he didn't want to feel like he's hogging the podcast, but honestly, don't worry about that. We love to hear from you. He shared a scary story with us before that gave me chills and made me paranoid when I went to bed that I was going to get sleep paralysis. <laughs> and he has another story to share with us. I'm going to go ahead and narrate this one like I usually do because Jake's not with us today. And I want to give it like the full treatment. So get ready. Grab your water. Like, buckle down, I don't know what to tell you. Let's get scared, you guys. The story starts with my cousin moving to a flat close to us. 
It was a perfect flat for a small family. It was a building with three floors. The bottom floor was empty. The second was undergoing construction. And the third was where they lived. I don't know how long this third floor had been vacant for before they moved in. One day, my brother and I went over to help them move some furniture. The energy felt weird from the moment I stepped inside the building. As I walked up the stairs, the second floor was so quiet it was eerie, and even on their third floor where they lived, I still felt an uncomfortable energy. So me, my brother, and my cousins were hanging out and talking and eating food until like 1.30 a.m., when we finally started to fizzle down. I hit the couch, but I couldn't sleep for some reason. I had a weird feeling. Sometime, maybe around 2 or 2.30, after tossing and turning, I got up and stumbled my way into the bedroom where my brother had a king-sized bed all to himself, and I crashed there. I drifted off, and this is where the fun begins. Suddenly, I was in my parents' room. I was definitely dreaming. The light was on, and I was in my parents' bed, reading a book, which is weird because reading a book isn't something I would usually do. And I hear this voice. It wasn't what it said that terrified me, but the fact that I recognized this demonic voice. It was a voice that I had heard before in my nightmares when I was younger. I was very scared now. I am a long time sufferer of sleep paralysis, so I was used to seeing monsters. But still, I was scared. I told myself at least it was only a dream. I look down at the book and all the letters begin to melt and fall down the page, and I start to hear screams. At first quiet, but eventually so loud and coming from everywhere, all encompassing screams. At the same time, it feels like I'm being pushed down into the mattress. I can't move. I know that I'm dreaming, so I decide to fight it. I managed to sit up, but then my feet lifted up. The air is still being forced out of me by something, and all of a sudden, I'm being dragged out of the room. I can hear the door shut behind me, and I'm dragged through the house to the outer door. I hear the main door open, and everything goes to black. I think I'm awake now, and that I can feel I'm in my room. I feel the familiar texture of my mattress. I see my nightlight. I feel comfort for a second, but then it hits me. I'm not at home. I'm not at home in my room. I'm at my cousin's place. And then I hear that demonic voice again. In the corner, I can see the thing that the voice belongs to. It looks like it with long, pointed teeth, but like it's sewn together from several different carcasses like Frankenstein. He's standing in the corner, and he's laughing at me. I feel like I'm being pushed down again, like I'm being yanked up by my feet, like I'm floating, being dragged, pushed, pulled through the house, out the main door. Finally, I'm really awake in the king-size bed in my cousin's house, really awake now, but I can't move. I can open my eyes. I can't speak. I try to wiggle my toes to get myself out of this state. I can see him there, smiling, and I know I'm not asleep anymore. And he says, 
and he walks through the fucking wall. Could it be real? What the fuck? I try to convince myself it's just the sleep paralysis, but it's so terrifying that I can't speak or even think right. In the morning, I tell my brother that the energy in the house is not good. My cousin's sister said she also had nightmares and didn't sleep well. So we leave, and after some days, my cousin calls us and tells us the story of how one night he woke up and he was hearing some kind of mechanical noise as if a water pump was running. So she sends her husband down to check it out, and he looks, and there was nothing running, and the silence was fucking creepy. He told the landlord, and the landlord moved into the second floor just to keep them there. <laughs> That's a real story, not a creepy pasta. That's my worst nightmare. And whenever we left, I decided I would never sleep in that house again. Um, that's Caesar's story. I wanted to tell it, narrate it like I, with the creepy effects and stuff. So I wanted to kind of give it that classic treatment. Thank you so much for sending that. I don't know what the fuck, sir. I don't know. I just don't know. Dreams are a really fucky thing. I think these feelings can kind of manifest themselves. Stephen King himself, who like wrote it, said that his books are inspired by like he has nightmares and he wakes up and he writes them down. It's very possible that you're having Stephen King level nightmares that are just manifestations and you should absolutely start writing them down because they are very creepy and very good. Thank you for sending the story. I have another email from a listener named Donna. Donna says, Hi, I'm a new listener. I love the podcast. Jake is so funny, which I need to break up the tension from how scared and tense I get from these stories. I honestly can't listen to the mini episodes when I'm by myself. I can tell how much Haley puts into the podcast, and you two have the best chemistry. It makes listening feel like I'm hanging out with an old stoner couple. I wanted to share a story with you all of something that happened to me. It's not paranormal, but it's definitely creepy, and I felt compelled to share it with you after listening to the survival story of Heather Stahl episode. This happened back in 2003 when I was 19. Back then, I won't try to make it sound like something it's not, I was a sex worker. I was living in Florida and I could afford my beautiful dream beach home, plus I got through college without scrubbing scut off toilets. I tried to be as safe as possible. Whenever I could, I had a male friend accompany me and wait outside of whatever hotel room I was visiting. I never gave out my real name. And I knew that if something went sour during an encounter, all I'd have to do is scream and help would be right there. Usually. I had a few regulars, but the one worth emailing about was named Freddy. He was short, very scrawny, not good looking, and he really wasn't a people person, which meant every time I saw Freddy, it was memorable. He was awkward and very sensitive. He would get angry at the slightest sense I might be laughing at him. After he came, he would cry. If I held him while he cried, he would pay me an extra $50. And while he cried, he would call me mommy. It was super weird, but also it paid the bills. And I don't think that he was any kind of threat. I was bigger than him for Pete's sake. So Freddie calls me one night and we arrange a time to meet. The time rolls around. My male friend who usually drove me, Donovan, didn't show up. I called him and got his voicemail. And this was before everyone had a cell phone. I thought about canceling with Freddie, but I decided that I could go by myself. After all, he paid well. I felt like I knew him. 
So I went. It was at another hotel off a of frontage road that I had never been to before. I walked up to the room and I noticed that, first of all, Freddy had been peeking out of the blinds at me. When I knocked on the door, though, he didn't answer. I heard him fumbling around the room and maybe talking to himself for about two minutes before he opened the door. He apologized for the delay and said that he was in the shower. Looking back, that was weird already, but it gets weirder. I sat down on the edge of the bed and we smoke a little. He offers me a drink. I decline. He's telling me a bit about his week, like usual. But this time, it felt different. He didn't seem to be as talkative. And he wouldn't look me in the eyes. At this moment, I heard a loud crash coming from the closet, which was just to my right, and it scared me so bad that I literally jumped up. Freddy's eyes were wild, and he stood up, too. I felt like I had enough. It was a mistake to come here without anybody, without even pepper spray, with nothing to protect myself. Plus, Freddy was acting different. This was a totally new place, which was way more remote than anywhere we'd ever met before. I loudly announced that I needed some air, and I walked towards the door. I heard Freddy start to yell at me to sit back down, which is when I started to sprint. I flipped the lock open and ran out of the door, slamming it behind me. I tossed my shoes and took off barefoot, but I didn't think that I could outrun him. I booked it down the frontage road, looped around the back of the motel, and tucked myself between the dumpster and the building. That's when I heard Freddy and some other man who I did not know walking around looking for me. I heard Freddy angry, like more than I ever heard before, as he cursed the other guy for making a noise and scaring me. As I thought about it, I realized that those were not Freddy's eyes peeking out at me through the blinds when I first walked up. Freddy wasn't talking to himself while I was waiting for him to let me in. There was someone else in the room that day. I literally walked my ass barefoot to a payphone to call for a cab. I never went alone or without a weapon again after that. I have no idea who the second man in that hotel room was or why he was there. I have since got a few procedures like a nose job and I don't think that they would recognize me if they saw me. Plus the fact that I'm still not afraid to be rude, chuck my shoes, and run and hide from creeps. Thanks for all you do and don't forget to drink water. Donna. <sighs> Donna, you are the most amazing angel baby on the little angel baby earth. Thank you so much for sending this email. Your story is incredible. You already know I love a survival story. So this is like my jam. Um, thanks for being rude. And I'm really inspired. I love you. I love that you're a survivor. Thank you for reaching out. When I read this email to Jake, he started screaming because he was really excited that somebody used our tagline, which is don't forget to drink water. Oh my God, I'm freaking myself out. I'm all jumpy. Okay, you guys, you got me. You scared me this week. Okay, thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Horror Comedy Podcast. It wouldn't be the same without you. Stay tuned if you want to hear our new trailer. I think it's pretty exciting. Don't forget to drink water and we'll see you on Sunday for a full-length episode. Are you scared, Jake? Yeah, I am. Are you scared? Yep. What about you? Are you afraid? Does it freak you out when you hear a creak in the middle of the night while everyone in the house is sleeping? Or how about when a car seems to be making all the same turns that you're making while you're driving really late at night by yourself? Or when you hear the shriek of something not of this plane? 
Oh my god. <laughs> Pass me that, please. <laughs> it's the horror comedy podcast. P O T C A S T. With Jake and Haley, Sundays and Wednesdays. The only podcast where we get high and try to scare you and share short, scary stories. Contains marijuana. Keep away from children.